Hello and welcome to a super micro episode of Wrestling 20 Years Ago, um, where me and Mr. Peter Kimber will be reviewing a comic book that we have been sent over called Invasions of Planet Wrestletopia. But before we go into that, Peter, how the devil are we? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well, Liam. It's fine Sunday morning. Yes, or yes. afternoon now, should I say? Yeah, well... About that time, isn't it? So, um, a little bit about what this was and how this has come for us to be reading it. So, uh, we were contacted via the power of the interwebs, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, basically going, would you be interested in reviewing this comic that has been created for wrestling fans? And me and Peter, both being comic book fans, went, do you know what? Fuck it, we'll give it a go. So, we were sent over invasion from planet wrestletopia um it's been crow written and co-created by matt Ant and ed connell and released through suspicious behavior product productions um as i said was sent over to us um, we got the first two issues as uh, pre-release press editions um, so we'll go over what sort of a rough bit on that and whether we think it'd be interesting but this is the tagline when a disgruntled pro wrestler declares himself galactic champion of the universe, a planet of alien wrestlers views it as an act of war. Pete, you hear that? You're definitely thinking at your storylines, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. And obviously, as, as you go through it, the characters are very much uh, that way inclined as well. So it certainly grabs your attention. Uh, and if you're a wrestling fan, I think you'd want to go and have a, have a look at it and have a good read. So, yeah, it was a, a nice little hook in there, I think. So, yeah, so... As I said, we were sent over the first two issues. The first issue, obviously, we're not going to do a blow-by-blow of it. We're not going to spoil it for you, so, you know, you can go and read it yourselves. But in the first issue, obviously, reading it, banged for it fairly quickly because it is a really decent read. Um, the art style is fucking awesome, and I really, really liked it. Um, it is very much callback to 80s regional pro promotional wrestling. You know, washed-up guy with that's broken ties of every fed that he's worked with, can't keep in a fed, pisses off the promoters, basically doesn't want to do the job, so make puts himself over and makes this universal championship, which made me giggle because, you know, the fed these days. <laughs> and finds out that there is a planet of wrestlers in the cosmos and they do not like the fact that someone has taken their title. Pete, so off to this first issue, what were your initial thoughts? It kind of took me back to like, obviously being a bit of a sci-fi fan as well, that um, they heard this communication from, obviously when he was interviewed, wasn't he, on, on the telly, and it somehow that communication got sent to outer space, and obviously then the, uh, the whole of the uh, galactic world got to hear this, uh, as you say, washed up wrestler, declare that he was the intergalactic champion of the, of, of the universe. So that was quite, uh, quite amusing uh, in that sense. And, and Rory Landau as well, obviously, I think there's a, a real homage to, to Ric Flair. I guess you must have picked that up as well with the, uh, his style of sort of jive talking and talking that he did. So that say, kind of... With that, there was a, there was a little bit of uh, boogie-woogie man, bit of yes. Flair, bit of Dusty... Sort of basically all the great talkers of the eighties all had that sort of that jive to them. It's just sort of definite throwback to Gordon Soley with the stick type <laughs> interviews on uh, 
NWA TV. I think this guy's just just trying to get himself, just say, get himself over, get himself known. Obviously, he's got a got that character and he's very confident. But as you quite rightly say, he's just pissed off everybody around him and doesn't think he should ever ever lose a match and should be should be champion. So gets a bit disgruntled and a bit bit washed up, doesn't it? In the end, basically, of the first sort of issue, he's a bit left on the heap, isn't he? As such. And I do love that they even jumped in with the uh, wrestling's racism of making a guy from Hawaii Japanese, a.k.a. <laughs> Yokozuna. Yeah. There's even an appearance by a bear, which really throws you back into kind of circusy type... I'm not sure what era that was from, 60s, 70s? Probably when they used I was going to say, Stampede, a... I think Stampede still had a wrestling bear till like the late 70s early 80s yeah so it's good to have that so so it's a real throwback um theme too which i think actually we can all appreciate rather than a lot of the modern stuff that's going on right now it's quite nice to have a a bit of a a look back into sort of sort of 80s style or 70s 80s style that a lot of people probably don't see anymore with the characters we see out there now it's all a bit it's quite serious now isn't it wrestling in that Mm. sense you don't get the uh the cartoon characters as it were and the yeah, this is a, a real good in that sense, but it takes you back quite nicely, I think, if you were in that sort of world. Yeah, it's very, very carny. It goes definitely back yes. to the carny days of wrestling. Um, so we'll sort of go into issue two a little bit, and then obviously we'll discuss sort of the whole aesthetics together. Um, so yeah, issue two basically goes on a little bit of the backstory of, of where we'd got to, where, you know, obviously... The broken protagonist of this is the son of another washed-up, broken-down wrestler. Because, you know, traditional wrestling stories there. <laughs> um, you obviously, you get his backstory that he was a broken-down, no-good wrestler, the same as where his son's turned into. And then we see the invasion from the, the wrestling planet with just over-the-top sort of... They remind me very much of characters that should have been in He-Man with yes. the massively over-chiseled bodies but weird sort of metal and skull masks and stuff. It is, it is another really, really cool issue. Um, and the one thing I will give it is the fact that by this point I'd got to the end of this one, I was wanting issue three. Yeah. I think we both completely agree on that, that having... You know, read the first two issues. Now we're ready for issue three and see where obviously this goes and what happens next. So that can only be a credit to to the guys obviously that, that, that wrote this and and delivering it as it is. So yeah, hopefully we'll get to to um, issue three and four and down the line. I'm not sure how many issues there are going to be in the series, but I know it's a. I've spoken to the guys. I know it's a six story, uh, six part story arc. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I definitely want the other four so I can uh, finish the finish the story. Yes. Um, so let's have a sort of go over the the comic side of it. Obviously, um, as I said earlier, I I really dig the the art style in this. It's it reminds me very much of the eighties and nineties Guardians of the Galaxy stuff and X Men and that sort of where it's it's the beginning of where you've just got out the dot matrix style coloring system to yeah. full colors but it, it's got that retro look to it that sort of makes it slightly timeless looking yeah so i think they've got that exactly right they could have made it look you know 
I'm not sure you'd say the word slicker, but actually it sits perfectly in what we're reading and the situation it's in. Um, and I really like the colours, lots of purples in there and sort of beiges with the background. It's not, it's not masses of detail, is there, in that sense, but it's really sort of played down. But it's played down in such a, such a way that actually suits what's going on. Mm. And, you have to, and there's also the kind of throwbacks to sort of old Batman stuff with the, you know, the whams and the whooshes and the wumps and the cracks and that kind of thing going on. So it, it kind of does take you into it. It's, it is still a comic at the end of the day, which is really good. So it, it should appeal to, uh, to a lot of people. It's, it's the bit where there's the fight in the bar in issue two, which yeah. is, there's like four pages, which is just the fight. And yeah. the action is just as good as anything you'll see in any of the Batman comics, which to me is the gold standard of, of, action scenes in comics so you know it's it's definitely definitely visually awesome and sort of doesn't struggle at all there with with what it looks like and as i said the story was so compelling i'm like where's the next ones i want more yeah absolutely i totally agree looking forward to hopefully uh getting hold of those uh the final four to complete it and i guess where does it go from next and what what's next from these guys because I've, I've never never heard of the uh um the publication themselves before <clears> personally it's not like you uh, chris but as i say they're not ones that i knew of but i'm definitely going to keep an eye out on them because yeah they're with this so far is awesome so yeah definitely want more of it um so normally we'd say would you go and watch it or would you go you know sort of give it a score out of 10 we can't really do that for this but what we can do is if you are a comic fan and clearly you like wrestling, you listened to wrestling 20 years ago, would you recommend people sort of going into it, cracking it open and giving it a read? Absolutely. I think it's a, it's an easy read. Um, it suspends disbelief quite nicely. It links into to, to wrestling, particularly 20 years ago, where obviously we're doing a lot of, well, I know you guys obviously, running the show we're just contributing because it fits into that model quite well and if you're a comic fan it ticks that box as well so really i would go out of your way to track it down go to your local uh, comic book shop or even get hold of these guys and i think chris can give out some details anyway for where to find them and look out for them so try and track it down and it's definitely worth a read it as you say it's such a quick and easy read as well you can just literally dip into it you know, within one, well, ten, ten minutes, you've you've read it and you're ready for the next one. So that's that's the, the best sign you can give to anything you read, isn't it? You can't put it down. You want to go and go on to the next. So uh, mm. big thanks to the guys that uh, have seen publications for it. Yeah. So as I said, I pretty much agree with everything Peter said. You know, if you like comments and you sort of like wrestling and like carny wrestling and you know, have a have a soft spot for the eighties then this is definitely going to be worth reading for you. Um, so, yeah, to grab the guys, um, their Twitter is at SBP underscore comics. Um, and I've had communication with them. They're a really good bunch. Um, so, yeah, if you have any questions, obviously speak to them. They'll give you the ways to get hold of everything. Um, I have to thank them, obviously, for sending us over the review copies. Um, it has been really, really awesome. We should let you know that this month for the shows will be out obviously at the end of the month as always. Uh, in ECW is a TV month, in WWF is Backlash, and WCW is Spring Stampede. So lots of fun to look forward to later on this month. 
obviously if you want to hear my musings on music go to show and tell with tunes we are nearly at episode 150 and it's a neon on three hours new metal special because that's how i roll if you like your shit from 1999 you will love it pete have you got anything you'd like to pimp and share with the group uh, not really no i'm a bit i'm a bit pimpless at the moment so i just obviously let's make sure we goes on to the is this going to be a patron episode is that right chris uh, no it's or... going normal we're going to check oh, no, out so normal feed obviously guys sign up to the patron you're going to get all the episodes uh, earlier or when they're basically ready to go lots of special episodes and loads going on recently and loads more to come from all the guys who are doing you know specials and watch alongs and loads of things and for for five dollars a month you get all that i've been a patron for about what three years now so i get all the stuff all the early bits and i'm on the show sometimes as well so you know i still look forward to seeing all the special shows we do out of timeline or in time or whatever so make sure you go on to our uh, our patreon and support us that way yeah obviously speaking of patreon there was a really cool um favorite matches and manias just before WrestleMania went up last weekend, um, which was done as a favourites, not what do we think is the best, which actually gave some really good good results. And novelly enough, Steamboat and Macho was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that was interesting, actually. I, I thought about it as I listened back to obviously, I was looking forward to hearing what you guys were saying about it. And I was surprised maybe that's just something that everyone just thinks is... Uh, a given, but maybe left it out for that reason, and everybody did exactly the same, probably. I suppose, unless it hasn't aged that well, or I, I don't I think, know. But I think it's one of those that you know that it's good, but it's it's not a favourite. It's not obviously something that you'd go back to watch. That was where I was going with it. It's like, yeah, I know it's a classic match, but classic doesn't always mean my favourite. Yeah, cause people, people, some people had is it Hogan Andre, didn't they, from WrestleMania yeah. three? It's just a more I know a bigger event maybe at the time, I suppose, and a bigger a bigger match in that sense. But yeah, it is interesting. Lots of ones that you you think were missed out, and some you thought, oh yeah, that one. I forgot about that one because you you're trying to trawl through in your mind at that point. What thirty four WrestleManias, so it's quite quite difficult. But a lot of fun. Obviously, I only did mine uh, via an email to yourself, I think, and I. But obviously, you guys were on the show as well. But a really good listen and another reason to to down to be a part of the Patreon. So, yeah, if you want to know what we all thought are the best, because pretty much most of the group sort of sent in their their ideas. So if you want to know what we all think is the best mania, or well, not the best, our favourite mania and our favourite matches, get onto Patreon to hear that. And at some point uh, this month, Del, oh, no, no, not Del, Eric. I was going to say. <laughs> Eric and Rory are doing a watch-along of Mania 11. Ooh. Which I... I I have a car crash interest in to see why Eric loves this show so much. I was going to say, Eric, this is Eric's favourite show, isn't it? Or favourite yeah. WrestleMania. So it'll be interesting to see Rory uh, playing, playing devil's advocate. It'll be quite hilarious to listen to, I imagine. So if you want to hear that, get onto our Patreon. As we said, for the loathsome sum of $5, which is about £4.20, I think. Yeah, it is. Roughly, with exchange rates and such. So... Again, thank you very much for listening to this micro-episode. We'll be back at the end of the month with our usual shows. Obviously, if you want more, go to Patreon. Thank you very much, and goodbye.
attention. Pay close attention. 